0: Salam and welcome to Being Muslim, Feeling Stuck, where we embrace faith as our anchor and source of healing. Join me in exploring the depths of faith, finding guidance and cure in the words of Allah and the teachings of his beloved messenger, peace be upon him. If you're seeking solace in your faith like me, this podcast is tailor-made for you. Together, let's unlock our potential and find renewed strength in our beautiful religion. Hello and welcome. Good afternoon. It is 2pm where I am. I hope wherever you are, you are feeling happy, feeling good. Okay, so childhood trauma or any form of neglect or abuse that we or any of us could have experienced during our formative years. I feel the need to say that whatever hurts or upsets or anything that broke our hearts when we were younger or while while we were growing up or perhaps even in our early 20s or teens whenever it happened to you I feel the need to tell you that it was not your fault. Now it's not often talked about childhood trauma and I always feel so compelled to talk about it because well, one, research has shown that it is undiagnosed or sorry, underdiagnosed and it flies under the radar. It flies under the radar because one, kids can't speak. Imagine something really hurtful happening when you were two or three, you know, you wouldn't have the ability to express yourself, express your feelings, your thoughts. And two, you have no language to articulate how you feel. You don't have the concepts or the tools. And three, you might not have the resources, you might not the resources, you might not know who to go to, you might not have anyone to go to. So it flies under the radar and I rarely see this conversation happening, especially in the Malaysian context. I do listen to Americans, Canadians, you know, Westerners, I I see them talking this discourse around complex trauma. Complex trauma is quite popular now in the Western... In Western countries, but it is certainly not limited to that part of the world. As a matter of fact, I feel like more research needs to be done on this part of the world, so that solutions can be formulated, so that we can address the problem I often say that when we don't acknowledge the problem, we can't address it, we can't heal it. So, first of all, if this resonates with you, I want you to know it. it's not your fault. Whatever happened was not your fault. Now, research has shown that Children with a history of abuse or neglect develop issues later in life. As a matter of fact, almost immediately or immediately, you develop unhealthy coping mega- mechanisms to soothe the anxiety that you feel. And So coping mechanisms is one thing, but the other thing is that, so just imagine something happens to you, maybe you, so I will definitely add a trigger warning in the title of this podcast. So if this is too much for you, please pause the audio, do not listen to it or listen to it later. When you're calm, just be mindful, okay? Take care of yourself. Know how you're feeling. If it doesn't feel good, don't listen to this podcast. So, you know, imagine being a kid and someone screams at you. Someone, a parent, a parent screams at you and you did nothing, You were shocked that you were screamed at. Maybe the parent was drunk or something, and you were just doing your own thing, minding your own business, doing your homework or something of that nature. And a parent comes home and just smacks you across the face and just out of the blue, like that. Imagine being that kid. You would not have an understanding of what just happened you are perhaps too young to make sense of it and you might not have and you might feel a bit of shame to express it You're, you might be thinking oh but it's my parent i would not want to shame my parent and so i'll just keep it to myself it's fine, maybe I did do something, or maybe dad or mom was not having a good day, Um, it's okay. So that is just an example of what it's like to experience abuse at a young age, and I'm just, you know, I'm trying not to give too many examples here, I think you understand where, where, where I'm getting at, and it doesn't have to be that extreme either, or that to that extent, it could simply be and it could just be a surprising event or a shocking event and it shocks your system naturally and and so when this happens research has found that children will develop coping mechanisms that will impact them negatively down the road they might enter really unhealthy dynamics down the road. They might develop substance abuse um, behaviors. Um, they might, or, you know, drug addiction as well. They might uh, do things that help calm their bodies without even realizing that's what they're doing but it's whatever it is the coping mechanism that they develop is in response to what they were not able to make sense of when they when that happened when that thing first happened or when that thing happened again and again so when this when we experience this, this undercurrent, right? It's not very obvious on our faces what we're going through. It's not very obvious to other people that we are experiencing this, um, these feelings underneath. Over time, we could lose our sense of self. We could disconnect from our bodies. We could find it too uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. I can't get my word out. Too uncomfortable to face. The, The internal experience is too much for our bodies to face, to experience fully. Understandably, it's very hard. People who have experienced complex trauma, I've read that the experience is too traumatic, too painful, too, for the body, for the body to process. It is just not good for us. It's not... It doesn't benefit us in any way when we cannot process the deep hurts that we feel. And so what happens when our bodies can't process for very valid reasons the deep hurts they're experiencing? We develop... Harmful coping mechanisms. You, uh, we might even... There are so many, so many cases where people... They get stuck. They get frozen in time. They don't believe that they are not there still. In that moment. There was one story I read a woman lost her relative i think it was her sibling or her husband she found her relative well i'm so sorry for if this is a trigger i'm so sorry but dead in 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 bed and she immediately you know from i think it was from a heart attack or something it was not it was not a it was not anything you know um inflicted by someone else but it was a heart attack i think and she started i think she waited a while before she called the paramedics and she made sure she cleaned the area she 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 bathed him i think I really, I might just be botching this story. But at the end of it, the this, this story goes that she was, she believed that he was still alive. It was as if when she found him passed away, her body could not process that. And so, I think it was that when she was um, showering him and stuff, she thought he was alive. Again, I could be watching this, but the point of it is that her body was so shocked from what she experienced that it refused to accept that he he had passed away so and and she was stuck there she was stuck in that that moment in time so her therapist was the one that reported this story and uh through their sessions together he was able to bring her out of that moment in time so she could see that she's not there anymore so she could slowly admit what had happened slowly accept what had happened so that is what happens when our bodies are you know one of the things that can happen when our bodies are in 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 trauma mode so we lose our sense of self we lose our sense of time It changes how we feel about the world, how we respond to the world. And it doesn't have to be a big thing like that. It doesn't have to be a big event such as a death or sexual abuse. It can be anything that shocked you made you feel unsafe, unprotected, that was simply a shock to your system and this is a very subjective thing. Whatever shocks our system might not be what hurts someone else, might not be what shocks someone else. And so that's an issue in this space of complex trauma because one child, for example, might not experience or might experience a form of abuse differently from another child. So both might respond to that situation differently, both might develop different coping mechanisms as well. And so this is a very invisible issue in society. And we run into issues as adults if we have unresolved, undressed, complex trauma. And I write about this in my book, Is There Love Here, which goes which launches in a few weeks. I will be accepting orders, pre-orders very soon. This this abuse and neglect, it hurts, they hurt our hearts. They hurt our hearts. And when our hearts are broken, it is hard for us to grow, to flourish. When our hearts are broken, our spirit gets broken. If, it gets, if our hearts get broken again and again, if it's something that happens repeatedly, our spirit will inevitably break as well. And we see this. We see this happening. There's evidence of this happening in society. Substance abuse, widespread substance abuse, depression. This is, these are examples and evidence of spiritual decay spiritual decline and complex trauma is one of the things that i mention in the book not in detail but i park it i parked it un, under abuse and neglect how abuse and neglect breaks break our heart And how that leads to all this, all the things that I've I've talked about. We lose our sense of self. It changes how we feel about people, about the world. We don't feel safe and protected in the world. And remember I mentioned that we feel like we're frozen in time. If we have experienced complex trauma it would feel like we were frozen in time. We might not notice this, but then our bodies are frozen in time. We have the brain that we have is the brain of of the person that we were when we first experienced it. And so who we are today, how we are today, we feel occasionally just as unsafe and unprotected as we had felt the first time it happened or the second or the third. I spoke to a child psychologist last year, Katiana Azman. She's based in Pantai Hospital in Bangsar, Malaysia. And she mentioned that one of the ways to identify if your child is going through a rough time is a change in behavior. If, for, for example, if they used to read, they used to enjoy reading and they suddenly don't anymore, they don't enjoy reading anymore, take notice of that. So any changes in behavior, they used to talk, they don't anymore. They used to not talk and now they do a lot. Whatever the case may be, if it's a change in behavior, take notice. And another thing, another thing I want to mention is that This, how you feel, doesn't have to make sense to anyone else. Your experience, your interpretation of what happened, they don't have to make sense to anyone else. So, if this resonates with you, I hope you get the help that you deserve, that you need, that you deserve. I hope and I encourage you to get the help that you deserve. Because there is so much about life that we don't experience when we are living in this. traumatized body there is a lot to experience by healing our childhood trauma by healing our inner child which i also touch on in the book and in my work in general i touch on the benefits of healing our inner child of Acknowledging the hurts that our inner child carries. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I really hope you found it useful. I would love to hear any comments and feedback that you have on it. All the important links are in the description box, so please make sure to check those out as well. Have a nice day.